0: All right, I feel honored. I'm invited to my own podcast for a bonus <laughs> episode of the Skate Podcast after Dale usurped me. You know, he you hey, went, went with the local guy at the rink. Where what am I, chopped liver? He's got
1: great timing, huh? He's, he just happens to show up at practice. The day McAvoy signs, so he gets in on the pod. I see how this goes.
0: But the big news in Bruins land: Bruins news. Brandon Carlo, the two year deal, as Jack predicted on this show yep. last week. Within the week, he was going to be on and uh, signed in camp. It signed. You were over at the Brandon Carlo press conference to announce it. First uh, reaction to the two-year deal for Carlo.
1: Yeah, once you've seen where McAvoy came in and you've seen where uh, these other RFAs have come in, I mean, you know, the Proveroff thing is kind of an outlier now at the Flyers. They obviously had different ideas about what they wanted to do with him and and commit to him, but as far as Bruins are concerned, um, this is the, the multi-tiered system this team has. You have two young defensemen who understand that they have plenty of time to cash in. Cash in they will. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, two or three years from now, whether it's Carlo or McAvoy, these bills come due. The Bruins will have to pay, but um, clearly the culture here, and it's not Unique to Boston, I hope, I hate to tell, break it to you, but obviously Sidney Crosby's been making $8.7 million for how many how many years? So there are teams that have these cultures that understand there's a tier system, a star system, and uh, the Bruins have identified the right players to buy into that. And, uh, Why don't you rip
0: Toronto right now? <laughs> Just get it out of the way. Well,
1: the Toronto thing's a joke. I mean, it's unbelievable to think. And you know what? I've had some people, some actual sensible people, I believe uh, one is Stephen Birch, his name is, uh, made a reasonable case for what the Leafs are doing and the fact that um they have some prospects coming up on elcs that'll be able to kind of fill in on d and stuff but in the long run um depth wins out over top every teams this isn't uh the nba you need to have depth from start to finish and i just the leafs are one or two injuries away from being done you know and and the bruins kind of are too i mean let's face it they're, they're, every team is but it's easier to replace injured players when you have flexibility and the leafs just don't have that everything has to go perfectly uh, for the Leafs to work out. And to go back to the Bruins, I mean, this Carlow thing makes sense. And, you know, I think the the biggest takeaway, the, the one of the quotes I starred in my notebook, uh, Sweeney said, you know, this talking about the two years, and he said, you know, this negotiation starts a year from now and not after two years. July 1, the year before the the expiring year, they're going to start negotiating with him. And, and then when it comes down to McAvoy, they're going to try and get longer-term deals. They'll have more uh, – you know, idea of where they stand cap wise, where the cap stands, and and where other players will fit in.
0: Well, I want to get back to that because it's an important point in a second. But first of all, in the praised Don Sweeney category, mm-hmm. I will admit I am stunned they got both in under the cap without any yeah. maneuvering in terms of long term yeah. injury or I mean, this listen, is in the short term, unbelievable. Listen, win. people who
1: know me, people who follow me on Twitter know I am not afraid to admit I was wrong. We spent a lot of time this summer discussing yep. these numbers. We were way off base. Um, a lot of people were way off base. I'm sure if we go back to some of the articles, some of the projections, people were saying how how are any of these RFAs going to get in. But it's not just the Bruins in a vacuum here. We've seen Warenski, we've seen uh, Konechny, um, Besser. This is, let's face it, I'm not accusing anyone of collusion, but people talk, people have the same agents, people know what's going on, what other guys are asking for. It didn't, it didn't take the warensky deal coming official for the you know ground to break. It just became to the point where you understood that. Players were going to accept these kinds of deals, and uh, and that's what kind of you know set off the wave of all these guys signing. And the fact is that Sweeney did a great job. So did some of these other GMs to get these guys done. It's it's a market correction, and we thought that you know we saw so many of these second year uh, second contracts. You know even don't even blame Toronto. You can blame Buffalo with Eichel and and Florida with Ekblad, and uh, there's been numerous of them. This uh this has been a market correction. These guys are all getting second contracts that uh, leave them some RFA time that they'll have to negotiate, but with big qualifying offers, which is what uh, Craig Button talked about on our on our show with uh, talking about um, Timo Meyer. That was kind of set the trend for the big qualifying offer at the end, and so uh, this is what I mean. I don't I haven't seen yet what the Carlo second year is to see what his QO is, but. Um, This is the way it's going to work. Now, this is the new. It's funny how things you think all these agents and lawyers and team people are so genius. But did we even hear much about the big QL at the end as far as we always thought about extending long term and having the AV spread? Now we're talking about very little money at the beginning and then a big back end within the, the range of the CBA to make these guys qualifying offers. It's like these things just. Come in somebody's head and everybody follows the trend.
0: Well, slow down there a second. Yeah. now. Explain what you mean by this, because Carlo, right. according to Joe McDonald of okay. Athletic, two point two million this year. Yeah. Three point five next right. year. So there you go. Is that what you're saying? That's yeah. the quote unquote qualifying that's, offer. That means
1: he'll make the minimum of that. That's that's where his starting point is. That's now where the when starting he's an RFA and then they'll the year renegotiate. after. renegotiate exactly. And so with Charlie McAvoy, it's seven point three. Yeah. In that last year, and that goes back to the column I wrote about ownership empowering Don Sweeney to have this flexibility. We know the Jacobs can afford it. I know everyone's going to sell a billion. We know every business has a budget per season, and so the Bruins are willing to pay Charlie McAvoy $7.3 million one year, knowing that's also going to trickle into a minimum that he's going to get paid the year after that. Whether he signs the qualifying offer or they sign an extension, that's where it starts. So, th- these are these are the things that you need to have, uh, you know, your ownership behind you to do these things, and you have to have the uh, the creativity that Sweeney has shown to get these things done. No, I mean it's mostly
0: universal praise for Sweeney and and the ability to get this done, and I would agree. And especially yeah. uh, you and I and Pete talked about the window uh, of this team is two years, right? So yep. they have insured for two years that they keep their two young defensemen here.
1: With the core, right.
0: With the core. Beyond that, it's a bit of a question mark. now.
1: And, and haven't given up any future to get rid of that backers deal that we thought they were going to have to cut off. And now sending backers to Providence kind of looks like it might be a move to make because you save a million, you add that to the million you have, there's some flexibility. Obviously, they're going to be shuttling guys back and forth to Providence on off days to get that average going to build up some cap space for the deadline. You know, I mean, Connor Clifton, I believe— Still can go without waivers. There's definitely some guys that don't need waivers that can go up and down. And, um, they'll be in a position to have some flexibility for the trade deadline.
0: The the only critique of this, I think, is to come from our old friend DJ Bean of the of the yep. McAvoy contract. Right now, uh, do you agree with DJ? I mean, basically, I, um, he's saying this yeah. is going to cost them. You know, it could it's cost gonna, them. It's, it's going, could going cost to cost them. Yes,
1: I said that the bills come due, but it's going to cost them in a different environment, in a different you know, a different world where. Sure, you know, Torrey Krug's going to be making probably as much, if not more, than what Kraichi's making now, so that's going to cancel each other out. The Backus thing's going to come off the books. Um, if you get the Brusk and Grizzlick to agree to these types of bridge deals next year, you know, there's going to be more money for these guys to, to play them. And, you know, you, you don't, why would you, to get the type of deal DJ's talking about done with McAvoy, you were going to have to either get rid of Backus, use LTIR on John Moore, which can. You know, cost you in the, with, a, with a penalty next year to to be more dead money money on this team. I remember they've also to uh, to, to another part of the ownership uh, committing to this team is the fact that they were eating some Beleski money. They you know the, the buyouts they've had of Seidenberg. and so th- these are things that you have to you know factor in. So you were able to go shorter term with him now, not. Sacrifice any future because it wasn't going to be just a first for Bacchus too. Can we? Can we? We agreed on that, right? If it was a first, first for Marlo, yeah it was going to be a first and more for to get rid of two years of Bacchus. Right. Plus Marlowe at this point, they they were able to buy him out. There's no there's no buyout uh, savings on Bacchus, and he wants to play, so you weren't getting out from under that at all if you traded him. So teams, that wasn't an appealing trade for a team. So yeah, I mean it's going to cost them in the long run. It, it, but this is the way it works. But will it
0: cost them McAvoy? Are they willing to pay no. him? Let's say let's say he escalates his game. Yeah. Uh, I, I know even Dale critiqued him a little yeah. bit and, and said he kind of expected a little more offensively out of him. Right. Let's say you see that, yeah. and the numbers are there, and he's a clear cut number one defenseman in the mold of Drew Doughty of Eric Carlson, and he's well, he's, a- he's an eleven million dollar per year player which you could have signed now for whatever, seven, eight. But you don't know that you could have done that. I don't know that he could have done that. That's the other part of it. Exactly. But let's say that's true. Okay. Are they willing to then spend top dollar to keep McAvoy around? You
1: you would think that in the projections that they have that in there, they have that budgeted. And it's, you know, clearly they've, how many years did they commit to to Dino Chara at seven million, which at the time was a huge percentage of the cap, of the cap uh, going forward when he signed that deal before the cup year, similar, you know, percentage of of the cup. Of the cap so these right they've committed to these guys as far as percentage of the cap is concerned you're banking on the fact that so three years of McAvoy takes you through the end of the Cba new tv deal higher cap or at least more ways to to pit players you got to assume that at some point that the, the stronger teams the bigger markets stand up for themselves and don't just cater to the you know <laughs> the smaller market teams and and let this let this cap be such a constriction on them um there'll be room for him i mean it's not it's not out of the realm you know what Brandon carl is a, a great player for what he does. And uh, he's going to be great for these two years if he's healthy, and he'll may or may not cash in on the next, you know, with the Bruins. But obviously, you're not going to be paying him in the five or six million realm at some point. You're going to have the money to, to to maneuver with these guys. Carlos, a replaceable part down the road, as opposed to a McAvoy.
0: But you were of the. Uh, lead, I, You were one of the leading voices who said, This is your franchise, sign up. Eight years, eight by well, eight, yeah. whatever it takes.
1: I would have done that now, but I don't think he was in for it. Plus, you would have had to do so many other things. If you can get so you this think done, McAvoy wanted the bridge. I think I think these guys legitimately did because they look at the fact that Nathan McKinnon locked in and he looks like a dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mean, some of these guys look pretty dopey. Uh, you know, when you look at a Vancouver Canucks team. That is paying, you know, Jay Beagle, whatever millions of dollars they're paying guys like that. Um, and, Nathan, and then McKinnon has to look at just like what McDavid and, uh, and and Marner and Matthews. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, True, but you, you said understand you said the yourself, price. Yourself, yeah,
0: he's injury prone based on the way he plays. Jack Edwards yeah. said that.
1: Yeah, well, Jack Edwards said that, but I think uh, another friend of the pod who hasn't been on yet, but we'll have him, Mick Collagio, He made the case that young defenseman, 21 years old, he's going to learn. How to play, not not to take every hit, not to not to be in the, in the in the battle that much when he doesn't have to be. Um, and that, that happens, and they're trying to teach that to Anders Bjork now. Stop taking hits, and you won't get blown up and and lose your shoulder every year. Um, you can't, you know, Andrew but, but Ferent, he's not going to learn that overnight. I mean, Andrew Ferrens still going to play wreck. Andrew Ferret was injury prone when they signed him to that extension in two thousand ten, and we all were up in arms. Like, how can you commit to the guy and look what ended up happening? He was as durable as can be, and was one of the you know key members of that team. And that's obviously a lot less. On the talent scale, as far as what Charlie McAvoy brings to the team, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that concerned about looking forward to the future for injury point. You know what? Even if, if, it's, if it takes a couple of years, you know that'll help you on the on the back end of it. Like you're saying, he, if he becomes the number one, then you're gonna have to pay him. But if he has these issues, well, that's, you haven't lost anything. This is well, a bet no. that
0: goes both ways. No, no I think it's a, right. The Bruins, right. but so you're it, saying, but well, on the but why side? wouldn't
1: Charlie want the one? I don't think there was probably what that money probably wasn't there. They probably just said they couldn't do it. If it was going to be eight, it was like a seven or eight year deal. It was probably more like a six, and that's and that would be silly.
0: Six by eight doesn't make any sense for him. No, he right. wanted. You're right. He wanted eight by eight or something. Right, right? exactly. I mean, and
1: once you're not doing that, you might as well bet on yourself.
0: But but it's a risk. I mean, and, and then you get into is McAvoy upset by that? Does he hold it against them down the road? He said all the right things on uh, Monday. Yeah, I mean you're he always going to have the to you're now. always going to
1: have the the specter of. Uh, the kid grew up a New York Rangers fan. <laughs> yeah, you're always going to have that hanging over you. But we hear that a lot with people, and sometimes uh, they stay, and sometimes they go. And sometimes, well, well, well but know. I just
0: want to examine all sides of it because yeah. in three years, if they have lost now, Dougie Hamilton, you know, it, right, it, it, and McAvoy right. leaves, the, this town's head is are going to collectively explode. Well, remember, he's not
1: UFA after the three. Remember, so, so is, they, still have, a, they still have they still have leverage offer. on him, and at the very worst, would go to arbitration with them. Yeah, so it's at least a four year deal when you look at it that way, and you could go two year. Um, arbitration award. Could, you could bring it to five that would take up the UFA. Um, so, you know, it's not uh, It's not like, oh, we're going to lose him in three years. Never mind the fact that, like you said, this is the window. So yep. if you get the cup in the next three years, I don't think you, you're going to cry over it. Not to mention you haven't fa- sacrificed the draft picks yet, so you yeah. still can draft properly to find the McAvoy-type guys in, in the late in the first round if you're as good as you think you're do
0: you can going to be. Do you think Carlo got the... Uh... Uh, taking behind the woodshed here, like if you're his agent, are you like, what the hell did we just? He sunk. did a
1: little bit, only, be, but you know what? It's really hard to gauge the value of these guys. I mean, if if Wierenski and McAvoy and are what they are in there, what they're being paid now, uh, Carlo's not that much more than where he came in the two point eight five. Um Let's face it. There's, there, there, there are promises. Great form in the playoffs. There I are mean, promises here. We haven't being seen him made. From right?
0: Like, you compare him in pro. Like, yeah, exactly. Brandon Carlo was awesome. Start to finish year right. two. We but always. Not, kept but about, not hey, not But there's no the offense. offense. Right. There's no offense there. So well, that's what. Okay. And, and he
1: even accepted that t- today, talking about that. Said I understood what they were saying about my offensive game. Um, and there were large stretches of y- last year and the year before where he looked terrible. Now part of that's his youth and his in and not having much of a, you know, apprenticeship in providence. We know it takes three years usually for a defenseman in just to play in the AHL to come up and be legit. So yeah. he's had trial by fire and no doubt there's gonna be down parts, but so let's take the whole three years rule out the injuries. Who cares about that? Those aren't his fault. There were ups and downs. This isn't uh, okay, but you know. like
0: just in the Cup final, yeah. he was every bit as good as Colton Pareko, right. who was getting praised and, and rightly yeah. so, was a shutdown defenseman. It's, it's How much a, offense did well you it, see from Colton Pareko? Some. I mean, he's got a good shot. What but, it
1: is is it, it's 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 the market correction. These these guys just became up RFA's at the wrong time. There was no cap space for these teams to get these guys done at the at the numbers that we were talking about all summer. Fine, but and, if you're
0: Brandon Carlo and his agent, you're you're <laughs> you're, you're you're signing well, today with the look on McAvoy's face. Well, and, uh, clearly they're
1: not that upset because Brandon Carlo's the Bruins player rep, and he was uh, you know he's in there helping them extend the CBA, which to me doesn't work in the players' favor. And and I understand why they didn't opt out, but I would hope that in this negotiation for an extension or t- amendments to what's going on, they do something about this. The fact that yeah. the cap doesn't go up as much, but they're they're thinking the other way. They're talking about less escrow and and less cap. Space for these teams. So if that's what they're doing, they're you know they're making their own beds. So that's you know sleeping well, no, it. There's
0: nothing to bitch about today. Then we had four years of labor <laughs> peace. Carlos well, signed for an crazy. unbelievable number. Granted, it's a bridge deal, but as you say, like you know that's the core. Uh, hey, he, he's I mean, happy. He's like praising the city of Boston. Happy he to praised be, the media. To be. He said he loves he? us. Wow.
1: He Jesus. said I love you guys. it's like, oh okay.
0: What's there to complain
1: about? Wow. That? It, makes me makes the, me want to find Jesus. Maybe he's, he's but, right.
0: and maybe on the main episode we can talk about this. Is this bad news for Tory Krug? but maybe not. No,
1: it's not. I mean, he's already on record. He already ruined his negócio. I wonder what Lewis right. Gross was thinking when Tory Krug's telling ESPN that I'll take less to stay in Boston. Jeez. Thanks a lot there, Tory. I mean, yeah, I don't – I mean, listen. All Jeremy
0: Jacobs. Tell him to quit <laughs> signing the team to, off to his sons. I mean, just take the team back <laughs> for another was, two years. He, he, Everything's <laughs> going well.
1: The, the Tory Krug thing we said all along, though, that he was a, he was that type of person. He didn't do that. He didn't have to say it out loud to, for us to know that that was going to happen. Um, it's just a matter of the. It's going to be just the term. It's not going to be the AAV on that. I mean, how much does he want? They, they'd be crazy to give him a seven or eight. But if he did a six, a six times seven or six times eight, you know, that's only a little more than you're paying Krejci now, and and you know, Krejci and Back has come off the book the books in two years. So
0: I tried to be negative. There's nothing to be upset about <laughs> if you're <a> Bruins. Fan. <laughs> there this really is isn't. I mean, well,
1: here's days. okay. You want some negativity? Um, are they better than last year? I mean, this is something we should get into more tomorrow when we record the main – they're That's something.
0: stifling competition it's, on the blue line. There, there's no, roo- well, there's no, no room some, for no, it's something to
1: ponder. Are they a better team because they still don't have the second line right wing? We're still banking on Carson Coleman's, you know, thirty goal I don't year. Say his name like that. He's um, like Carson Coleman. You know, uh, do they have the depth? If they have an injury, is Connor Clifton going to be able to step in? Is Vaknin ready? I mean, it, everything looks positive this time of year. You know, you can watch one game against the Devils B squad with Jack Hughes and then get so excited about Oscar Steen taking over the. But
0: All right, we'll keep those thoughts for the main there's podcast. There's some holes. We have a special player we're going to uh, talk to tomorrow. Yep, player, to be player TBA. Player interview tomorrow and uh, our recording, and we'll go full in-depth then on the that'll first drop, reactions. And that'll drop on Thursday. Drop on Thursday. This is the bonus skate pod. Ken Laird back in his rightful place alongside Matt Kalman. See you Thursday.